Awoga, this is a dwarf cast. The Garbage Pod is a wholly remarkable book. Perhaps the most remarkable, certainly the most successful book, ever to come out of the great publishing corporations of Ganymede and Titan. More popular than Norman Lovett's autobiography, better selling than 53 more things to do in Chloe Annett, and more controversial than Ulan Kalufin's trilogy of philosophical blockbusters, Where Ian Lee Went Wrong, Some More of Ian Lee's Greatest Mistakes, and Who Is This Ian Lee Person Anyway? And in many of the more relaxed civilizations on the outer eastern rim of the galaxy, the Garbage Pod has already supplanted the great Andrew Ellard as the standard repository of all Red Dwarf knowledge and wisdom. Because, although it has many omissions, contains much that is apocryphal, or at least wildly inaccurate, it scores over the older, more pedestrian work in two important ways. First, it is slightly cheaper, and second, it has the words foaming twat inscribed in large, friendly letters on page 133. Buy it now at ganymede.tv. Hello and welcome to another bloody Dwarfcast. Uh, this one is a commentary on series 6, episode 5, Rimmerworld. I'm Ian Symes. With me is Jonathan Capps. Hello. Uh, Seb Patrick. Hi. John the Whore Whore. Hello, hello, thank you. And uh, non-Red Dwarf fan Julian Hazeldean. I'm sorry. Uh, We're now going to have some pips, and after some pips, press play. There ain't no place in the whole of cyberspace. This is the weird maroon thing on the doodah. Yeah, never understood the... uh... Was it five that was introduced, or is it only on six? Five. It's five, and on six, on five, it's um, this is cropped to get the aspect ratio like that. But on five, it was squished. Yeah, yeah. which is silly. Good. Speaking of cropping, isn't this episode cropped on the DVD release because oh. of a dodgy video transfer? I do like the six times. Yes, there is something about There's that. one episode yeah. of it. Because you can oh, notice when you watch it on a PC. Look at that. Old thing about Series 6. That um, shot first showed up in Series 4. And then they use it throughout Series 6. Yeah. And it feels it's like a Series 6 shot. Well. But it's, uh... Oh, well done, subtitler. Very good. <laughs> it's like, just to explain, they put the <laughs> subtitle above the uh, author yeah. credits. Their finest moment. Yes. <laughs> Shut up, Patrick. <laughs> this is nice. I mean, you know, as as late as series six, there's stuff like this that is entirely in character with Rimmer from the first episode. <laughs> you know, Rimmer cheating on an eye exam That's is true. completely Rimmer. I really love this whole scene. Futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> Although it just makes me think of the Smag Ups floor. <laughs> it's one of the best instances of corpsing. <laughs> it's the heart attacks, isn't it? <laughs> I, I would be dead then. <laughs> the pause and the you know it's, it's an old joke. Uh, this is why I don't have truck with people who say that series six is less funny because. It's got stuff like this. It's got even even in, you don't necessarily remember this as a standout bit from a particular episode. I, you know, I would necessarily definitely remember that this bit was from Rimmerworld. Although when you think about the context of it, 
it's just good quality, dwarf you know, funny. standard human I, I stuff. I think Series 6 has some of the funniest moments in Dwarf. I think it's oh, slightly, slightly dodgy on character. Oh, <laughs> the cat's just fallen off the table. This cat is interfering with every Brilliant. one of these commentaries. <laughs> For the first time, I can see the points oh. of those in-vision commentaries that sometimes yeah. get. Yeah, it's, it's slightly dodgy sometimes in form of, not characterisation such, but mm. in terms of character moments, maybe. But mm. then, mm. you know what, watching this, this is one of my favourite character <laughs> teams in Red Dwarf. So. And, you know, I mean, it's an episode we've already talked about, but the, the light switch, the light switch gag, not the light bulb gag, yeah. uh, in Legion is my favourite joke in Red Dwarf. Oh, I, I needed to turn the lights on and off. <laughs> I, I, was on, I was on the floor 50 minutes there. I rarely like that with a Red Dwarf joke. No, that was just because you'd fallen off your chair. No, <laughs> get up. actually, to be fair. Took you half an hour to roll over. See, I, I, I'm interested with this concept of tea counts. I was going to say, it's 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 never come up again, is it? It's just yeah. something they Midi-chlorians. throw in for this. It is midichlorians, <laughs> isn't it? But what's what's the tea stand for in tea count? Tits. They've just, they've just <laughs> randomly made up something that sounds good. I think this is, this is, you know, that's a convention kind of question, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, let's save it up. But it's better than how did you um, manage to play two different characters and be on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Mr. Barry. <laughs> oh, sorry. This running gag with the Chinese boy yeah. is one of my favourite running gags. Because <laughs> it's the just the word balls over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> often used along with the word grind. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, yeah, of course, continuity. Although, yeah. ooh, that's it was shot at the same time as that's um, a static shot of the ship, and then they've o- they've overlaid a shot yeah. of the back of Starbug onto that. But that's that simulated ship. They is always gorgeous. do that, don't they? They never have two ships in the. Oh well, no, you ma- do get maybe two some chases, but usually with the approaches like that, when you've got Red Dwarf and mm. Starbug, it's I think it's always a. Well, be too. We don't have to build a small big ship or get or have a really big studio to get the scale. Well, no, because you, you could do clever things with stuff in the foreground. It's easy yeah. perspective. Well, yeah. What I would That's like to know is how have they run across this ship when they left it behind? Because uh, Holly's navigating. No, Holly isn't navigating. Holly isn't navigating. Well, That's bear in mind <laughs> they're they're constantly following Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf could well have doubled back on itself. Red Dwarf is a moon. But if Red Dwarf, but, been following but if, Rebel, if Red Dwarf doubled back on itself, it may have doubled back on itself. Uh, yeah, but if they doubled back on itself, they would have come across it. It takes two hundred years to turn around. <laughs> but also, if it doubled back on itself, they would have come across it by now. And also, then yeah. uh, they get the time drive in out of time, and they can only travel through time and not space. And th- because they're just following Red Dwarf's vapor trail, they could have stayed where they were in space, gone yeah. back three weeks in time, and been where Red Dwarf was. But they didn't think of that. They didn't think of that. Stupid. And then the next time they used it, they could use it to magically go anywhere in the universe. Anyway, I love the way that this discussion started (laughs) by dismissing a very, quote, (laughs) convention question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, in answer to the question, why did they run across the ship again? It's in order to give this episode a plot. And because it was half slightly double banked as well. Yeah. Is that a technical term? Slightly the, double banked. This episode's half slightly double banked. <laughs> <laughs> 10% banked. How is it double banked or half double banked? Or um, the oh, that's nice. stuff that's on the simulant ship uh, was recorded at the same time as Gunman because of the guest star. And also that's why the cat's in the same outfit which they make again. Oh, out, I, yeah. honestly, I didn't know that. Interesting. <laughs> I love this joke. 
See, again, you can complain about the overuse of the you know, the repeated jokes in Series 6 if they weren't funny in their own right. Yeah, I own, yeah. like Not just the Space Corps gags, but all of, all of the repeated gags are funny, generally. The possible exception of the, you know, where something than, you know... Yeah, a few of the cat running jokes I'm not mm. quite as keen on. The space code are always always because the gags are well written. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, this is nice. <laughs> it's also, I mean, once again, how many times have we gone on about Chris Barry reaction shots? But Chris mm. Barry's smugness to <laughs> what? Can I say, old Whoa. thing, why doesn't he want to worry the cat? <laughs> what? It's why no is excuse. It? It's just a flimsy excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He might be lying to Rimmer about it. Or, or it's more that he didn't, because of the whole thing of rigging the readouts, he didn't want to tell any of them, but he's now being forced to tell <laughs> yeah, Rimmer, but he might as well not Rimmer. tell everyone. He's grinding the balls. Parks. <laughs> 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 That's a blackadder gag. Left to you with the balls. <laughs> it is quite blackadderish, actually. I don't really get that joke. Welsh fish and chip shops are presumably fine. <laughs> I don't understand why they have less choice than. Other they're, they're, yeah. shops that only sell fish because they're you know uh, they're well they're Welsh. hex is is what it's saying yeah but it's not a brilliant joke <laughs> it's not technically a joke <laughs> <laughs> do do hologram shit apparently <laughs> so according to that it, it is came, possible for a hologram to shit um, <laughs> That, that ship is just great. The whole thing about it being designed after like a school. Uh, a, yeah, a school. It's kind of the one thing, and I kind of know exactly where I've done it, but with six is apart from Gunman. That's a good cat guy. Apart from Gunman, the whole um, series feels slightly claustrophobic, and mm. I know exactly why they've done it. Because. Because it, yeah. Because that's, what they're, that's exactly what they're aiming for. But it's why I think Series 5 is the best looking series. Mm. Yeah. It's oh, yeah a, lot the, a lot of the. Establishing shots and things in six, the wide shots are not particularly wide because you don't want to get. Partly, probably they didn't build big enough sets or <laughs> couldn't afford to, but just the sense that they're not in huge Red Dwarf, which is they've got plenty of space to rattle about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did Red Dwarf's budget vary over the years? It remained pretty much constant. It in whenever it increased, it was only in line with inflation. I think it was right in saying from series one to six, it was pretty much the same. Mm. They just did. They just got better at using mm. the money. Yeah, and better like, trained, better qualified. Yeah. Once they made the bulk of the model shots in series one, they only did like a few very specific model shots for the following series and reused the old ones until series five, and they rebuilt <laughs> Red Dwarf yeah. and then blew it up again. Uh, yeah, a poor imitation really, of the original. Well, I've got a piece of it on my shelf, yeah. so I'm happy. <laughs> I just realised. I love that effect yeah, as well. From the foreshadowing of it, forget what I said earlier about the light switch gag. This episode has got my favourite gag in the entirety <laughs> of Red Dwarf, which again I'd forgotten was in this episode. Triple so good data. you forgot it. Which yeah. one's that? You uh, could use the teleporter. Oh, you've just ruined it. I was going to say, we'll, we've we'll to it. <laughs> oh, uh, it's fucking spoilers. obvious. Spoilers, you've not seen this episode. Yeah. <laughs> can I say, I would fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially when she's half dead. Yeah, I still haven't seen this episode, so Ted's in the way. <laughs> um, you um, does anybody else? No. Yes, I, f- I find it easy to confuse this episode with Terraform because of the Rimmer stuff, and also with Meltdown because of the stuff about being being in the prison cell. Yeah, it's like there are. I think I think it's mainly because of the two prison cell scenes. I think I often get mixed up about which bit in the prison cell is in which, even though obviously Meltdown has got the Winnie the Pooh gag and it's got Tony Hawk's and all of that. Yeah. See, I, I, I do think there's an argument that Rimmer World is treading over ground from Terraform. They didn't really need to mm. go over, but I don't really mind because there's so much funny good stuff in it. But yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a bit of a... Re- and, and take it in when you've also got um, Ema Hawk this series, it starts getting slightly... Yeah, I think this is probably the weakest of Series 6, but that's... That doesn't I make it weak. I think Sirens. Yeah, between the two of those, but they're still... Well, really I think this has got a couple of really gold jokes in it. See, the weird thing about Sirens is, in some ways, it's oddly more of a retread of Polymorph than Ema Hawk is. Yeah, and then Ema Hawk mm. retreads Sirens and Polymorph. And Dimension and Jump and Back to Reality. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is very good. Oh, Actually, say that's one that I've never yeah, I... figured out before. And it's Parley as in the pirate thing, doesn't it? Parley. Again, I think it sounded like he was saying party. It's time <laughs> to sit down and party. <laughs> Don't use party thing. as a verb in my shop. <laughs> that's a really good shot. Yeah, yeah pull focus. I don't know what point <laughs> I just like Lister's little thing there of, oh yeah, you're talking, aren't you? He's <laughs> focusing. <laughs> no, double eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> you see, he's got four eyebrows. That's four times as many eyebrows as Cy Bromley's got. <laughs> Hello, Cy. <laughs> Why? Would you warn? Why wouldn't you just go? Yeah, because <laughs> worried about it afterwards. <laughs> no, so well, because he wants to give the cat a chance to check if his innards will match his costume or something. What was the uh, the guys that did the video effects this year? Oh fuck! Um, they did ad- adverts in their poo Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're really good yeah. effects. They're probably the best right. video effects they have. Yeah, they're. Perfectly, uh, they they fit in really well. They just um, haven't sort of dated as a result, uh, like in the way that early CG dates. I, I, I was about to say. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not just saying it's like a series seven and eight, but the video effects are better than anything yeah. in series seven and eight. That's mm. I think even anyone who likes series seven and eight would probably say that. No, it's true. This is one of the rare examples, not counting the actual multi-part stories from Series 8 and Series 7, of stuff properly carrying over, as in setting yeah. up a mini-arc. Reuse! You know, foreshadowing all of the um, the time travel oh. stuff and the knowing elements of the future is really mm. nice. Because you, you don't think anything of it, if you just watch it for the first time, you don't think anything of it in this episode other than being a nice gag. Yeah, until right. it's actually preparing you for its proper use in the following There's episode. There's part of it, which is the scene at the end, which ends up being... <laughs> That's another one of my favourite gags. It's got a lot of really strong gags in it. Yeah, sorry. There's a bit a, the bit at the end with the time travel bit in Rimmerworld foreshadows out of time in an unintentional way when he says, we're worried about the quite hideous thing that's happened to Lister. Yeah, yeah. And then 
the episode just ends, but they cut out a bit where the guy was going to walk yeah. in and it was only a joke. Can I just say the um, shot of the uh, uh, the 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 singlet ship exploding is one of my favourite model shots in all of Red Dwarf. Really the way they do it. the green, yeah. that's stunning. That's really They're really different good. waves and different colours. And they also hold on it. They actually do actually hold on it and give you a chance to appreciate it. It's not just something you get on the DVD. It's a comedy extras. show that, yeah, that is not afraid to linger on an effect shot it's very pleased with. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's my favourite show. Yeah. I've just remembered off the top of my head the name of the uh, <laughs> the company that did the video effects and it was SVC Television. And I think uh-huh. it was headed up by Carl Mooney and Terry Hilton. Uh-huh. SVC. So now again, SVC. If, if we had an InVision commentary, uh, you would be able to see how Ian. Your basic actual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're able to remember whereabouts in the booklet that was written. I think it's on the Making Rimmerworld page. Funnily enough, what page number is that? Six. Um, SVC are the guys who do the uh, Doctor Who restoration. Doctor oh, yeah. restoration. Oh, right. They're the ones that basically vandalise all old episodes with CG effects. No, 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 no. They do the actual oh, restoration. The actual they restoration. do the clearing out. The oh, that sounds the, like um... an argument. I can have on this commentary <laughs> for a change. It's, That's um... for a red dwarf. No, they actually do the fixing the video glitches and stuff like that. And oh, I see. Right, yeah. yeah. All that. It is funny, actually, with this episode. Because this episode isn't necessarily one I would think of as being one of the greater episodes. I mean, it's, it's good. But I think because when you think of an episode um, initially, you think of it in terms of the plot and like the main yeah. story and stuff. But it's actually, this is one of those where you sit down and watch, you know, John says it's got a model shot that's one of his favourites. Yeah. It's got two gags that are among my favourites that I'd forgotten were both even in this episode. Um, no, I think that's true. I and I think that's true. indicative of the fact that even when it's not the doing the brilliant high concept ones, i.e. out of time and gunmen in this series... Um, just the quality of the writing and the jokes is still really high. Yeah. And neither of those jokes either are massively formulaic ones, mm-hmm. um, even though the cat <laughs> one is slightly repeat of mm-hmm. a similar one we'd had in Backwards, I suppose. But people just say that the only jokes in Series 6 are the repetitive formulae ones. Well, and it's, really I'll tell you what, exactly what it is. It's how people think of the fast show. When people think of the fast show as just your repeated sketches, yeah. then you watch the fast show you and you realise brilliant individual ones. It's exactly like that. Yeah, totally. Whereas Where Little is Britain it? is just the yeah. repeated sketches. Like one of my, one of my I was favorite. going to say Dare to Believe, personally. <laughs> uh, that's another story. It's great. I like balls on standby, sir. I think that's the best <laughs> line anyone's ever written in anything ever. <laughs> and I'm not even really joking. <laughs> That's a nice one, subverting the there's an old cat saying <laughs> But you don't want to hear it right now. <laughs> oh, that's convenient. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be important later. <laughs> Look, they even have to mention terraforming equipment. Yeah. Oh, the one thing that really pisses me off here. You know the fade out that's coming with uh, Rimmer swearing? Yeah. They don't fade it out enough in time so you can still hear him yeah. past... Yeah, that's where he should that's say. That's where he should say. Yeah. What what Chris Barry should have said is they said, should have had should, him say it to force them to cut it at the <laughs> yeah. right point. He obviously didn't actually say it. So, but he's a family man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is he someone who wouldn't usually swear? I find that hard to. Be. I don't no. know. Scratches Bentley. Who scratches Bentley? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of really good lines in this one, actually. Because I see his, his gag earlier about the... 
I was wearing a completely different. Uh... Yeah, he's probably the best cat character in series six because he's got. He's not only is he more interacting with the other characters mm. and becomes more human, but he's also useful, mm. and he's got stuff to do in terms of the running of Starbuck. Yeah. He has a job and a purpose, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. helps his character. I bet he was knackered bad. after running up that <laughs> <laughs> big sandcastle. Where was this? Does anyone know? Skegness. Really? It's a guess, oh. but I mean, it's, <laughs> well, it's good stock well footage. Well, like. It won't be Skegness because uh, that's up north. In the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I recognise that shot. It's real. Say, I love, I love that jukes. set. It's so yeah. small, and yet it's got so much in it. Very detailed. Look, nice little worm. <laughs> <laughs> Eco accelerator rockets. Oh, interesting device. We. You can hear an audience member coughing at this point, <laughs> but you can't hear the audience member coughing because we're talking shit all over it. The Simpsons. It kind of just struck me as an odd thing they didn't edit out. Similarly, I'm not sure where this is that they filmed. Oh, this is disturbing, and I've just had a thought, and I'll ask Cry. Go on. Uh, what we're about to see I'm breaking out ass. of the egg. <laughs> uh, yeah. The big egg. Actually, it's a nice. It is to turn to the fact. To be fair, it is actually it is actually a nice ass. It's a hell of a prop. Yeah. As anyone who thinks the rim has lost any edge to him at all by this point, that's actually a really dodgy joke. And. Is that actually Chris Barry's no, arse no, or somebody else's arse? The hair's completely different <laughs> on the arse. <laughs> is that a repeated shot? I uh, think so, yeah. You see, for all people slagging off Series 7's effects, there are a few bits in Series Where 6... Where they just use a flat shot of the back yeah, of it. Yeah, where it first oh, really That wormhole was absolutely terrible. Oh, That's I don't mind a wormhole. I quite no, like it's more the, the shot of Starbug over it. But it is interesting, actually. The wormhole is one of the first examples of something that you look at and think, yeah, all right, that wasn't actually done on, a, <laughs> on your model stage. <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is another moment that makes me think of the Smeg Ups. <laughs> it's a silent travesty! travesty. <laughs> I don't know that was. Well, is is this shot in normal light and then graded to make it look a bit alien, or is it just oh, shot in bad light with the wrong white balance? I think it's just got a blue filter over it, personally. You may well be right, because if you were trying to shoot it in um, failing light, then you'd have loads of light level problems. Mm. So I never actually thought of that, but I, I think... I think either way it looks a bit... Shit. Oh. <laughs> Rubs. I quite like it, but that, you're a cunt, so. <laughs> it's just like, and like outdoor stuff in even in the previous in emo hawk looks really good. I say, look, one thing that again annoys me with the production value here: this set is not big enough, mm. and I never felt that in Terraform with the big mm. yeah. layer set. But here, this is just a couple of walls. Did I miss, by the way, and it might be something missed over these, the explanation for where Rimmer gets his own DNA from, given that he's a hologram, his semen. 
Holograms can come. <laughs> if they can shit, they can come. <laughs> There's no whole discussion on GNT about holograms wanking. Yeah, obviously <laughs> there was. And about if it was going to be anywhere, does Holly have to generate the spunk thing? <laughs> 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 and if it's, Moving on. And if it's a big wank, is there enough power on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, Sturbing. I would so fuck that. No, you wouldn't. No, uh, it, I would fuck would. the back, not from the front. <laughs> no, not <laughs> the arse. We've missed having you on commentary. So. <laughs> I think you mean notice that he's not there. Uh, but in answer to the previous question, there is a hand wave about where he uh, got the DNA from. Uh, he mentioned it in the voiceover yeah. diary entry bit. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's so much better than I remember. Yeah, it is. As I say, it's and I remembered it being quite good, but um, I remember I re exactly what I was saying about Terraform earlier. I remember it as being just not quite as good as those Terraform. I suppose it is that. But yeah. there's so much other good stuff going on in it. I've not been that keen on Terraform. No, no, no. Oh, Terraform's brilliant. I was, We're doing Terraform next. Initially, it was um, me, Inquisitor, and Terraform I didn't quite get on with, but I've later grown to love Inquisitor, Inquisitor more. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Terraform's one of my favourites. I love Terraform, yeah. It just looks amazing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and of course, now anybody else this presumably thinks of this when they see Sancerre in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> or that or Sipping Sancerre directing the battle. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Cat know about wine? Because it's a joke. It's yeah. fine. Because and also Cat's, you know, all into, you know, sort of wine. <laughs> well, they <laughs> are no, right here. Cat wine you know, connection. Sort of <laughs> 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 it's very sad. Now, there's another good line I've forgotten about here, which is there's not a, not a prison built that can hold... There's a smeg up. There's not a line. No, when he says Dave Cust... He says oh, not Dave a prison Custard. built that can hold Dave Cust. <laughs> I like... I do like... <laughs> Titan! No, not Sorrel, this, no. <laughs> no, Capsi was. I like how Kynes really shocked. Can I say, in, if we were taking this to actually happen, Rimmer would be not just slightly mental, he would be completely <laughs> doolally. Yeah, yeah. So they should have played it like that, with no laughs at all, and then had the next three episodes of them coming to terms. For somebody who claims that Red Dwarf should never have gone down the comedy <laughs> drama route and been more... No, 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 sitcom. no, that's not comedy drama. Yes, I think it should have been absolutely serious. Yes, it, it reminds <laughs> But with a studio audience. <laughs> God, well, that's what they tried to do. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. That's tragic. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I'm just rising a bit when Torch would buried its lead character alive for two millennia, and then had... The, Exactly they yeah. <laughs> actually get two uses out of them using their their mis her misremembered names, me, Derek, and Titan, <laughs> <laughs> and they're both funny. <laughs> and you wouldn't predict the second one at all. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Ah, uh, I think we may have a bit of satire coming yeah. up. It's basically saying incest is bad, which um, is a point that I think needed to be made. <laughs> Ooh, controversy corner. Well, you know, bear in mind they're speaking to Red Dwarf fans here, so they do need to drive that one home. <laughs> yes, I have just implied that all Red Dwarf fans are incestuous. Especially I'm not sure you. why. 
Sigh, Bromley. <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing so well with the <laughs> I think that's the first thing we have to beat. <laughs> no, I think that's fair comment. <laughs> Old Derek Custer. All right, three jokes. So, yeah. <laughs> no, totally, yeah. But um, here we go. This is an awesome gag. And let's just sit here quietly. <laughs> Which will make for a really fascinating podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to do the tumbling to the cell next door joke? No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the timing is very nice on that as well. Yeah, and it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing cards with the same cards that we used in quarantine. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, this is the bit where there was supposed to be an extra yeah. bit on the end of Lister walking back in. Oh yeah. Which we wouldn't have. S We'd heard about Frages and then finally yeah. saw it on the DVD. Yeah. It's it's not. Nice. It's so many magic moments like that on the DVDs that you hear. Yeah. It's, it's, it. it's a good ending this though because obviously the entire episode is a persecution of Rimmer and it's about Rimmer suffering yeah. so throw in a gag at the end that's all about suddenly Lister panicking about yeah it. exactly it's a nice little switch though. and it sets him up because even with the original joke on the end our Lister would have still thought that something terrible was going to happen to him <laughs> so therefore in Out of Time when he, yeah. Crichton's acting up it makes him more paranoid about what's going to happen do we know why they cut that off the end uh, because, they, because they wanted, they wanted because, to because they realised that it would work as foreshadowing for out of time yeah. I think. by accident yeah and so, actually I think that's even if you weren't in the foreshadowing that's a better ending than having you walk so. in yeah but um, yeah so remember one of, of one of those I said that a stronger episode when you actually you sit down and watch it's easy to take some episodes for granted and you actually realise that you know and their own merits they're fucking good right uh, well, I think that's all we've got to say on this matter. So, therefore... You've run out of programme. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Space Core Directive 5011708109712 says all dwarfers must listen to Dwarfcast. Uh, uh, Mr. Rimmer, sir, I think you'll find... Shut up, Crichton, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>